Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube and aren't subscribed, make sure to click the subscribe button, like, comment, let us know what you think about the episode. If there's a particular guest or topic that you'd like us to cover, let us know. We're always checking YouTube comments and always love to incorporate the feedback and the suggestions that you guys have into future episodes. On today's podcast, I'm going to be chatting with the guys from Texas Truck Jam. You're going to remember them from some previous episodes we've done talking about their event, which has grown tremendously. It's really incredible to see the uh, really industry-wide effect that they've had on being able to bring enthusiasts and companies and racers together. So I'm looking forward to chatting with them today, asking them what you know details about this year's event, when it is, where it is, and also what they have planned for 2023. So it's going to be a great chat. Before we get to it, though, I want to remind you guys, our friends over at Kershaw Knives have a 20% off site-wide code for you. Just use code 20diesel at kershaw.kaiusa.com. It's a great way to save 20% off some really cool gear. So if you're looking for a knife for hunting, fishing edc um, something thrown in a toolbox or have around the house they've definitely got you covered and really no matter what your budget is so they have a ton of different options for you and they just released a whole bunch of new products for 2023 so definitely check them out if you're in the market great way to save some money and get some some quality gear all right let's get to today's podcast with the guys from texas truck jam and chatting about the event this year what they got planned and some really exciting news Joshua and Corey, welcome to the Diesel Podcast. I always enjoy chatting with you guys, and it's great to catch up. I can't remember what year it was we did the first one, but I remember you guys were super excited about, you know, putting together this event and us chatting with you guys about trucks and things like that. And just there's so many companies I talk to where they plan on going to Texas Truck Jam, seeing what you guys have going on. So it's really cool to chat and see how you guys have taken this event to where it is. So I look forward to talking with you today about 2023, what's new, <clears throat> you know, companies that, you know, are helping you guys out, racers that are going to be there. Just learn more about the event. Man, we appreciate you having us on again. Yeah, I can't remember that very first year. That was, oh gosh. Three years ago? Three or four years ago, we were sitting at Truck Source Diesel in San Antonio. Yep. Yeah, I remember... Uh, that was a really cool episode and you guys had some curveballs for me with four 100 swap duramaxes and six four stuff <laughs> and a bunch of different things <laughs> but for some of our listeners that haven't say they haven't heard about the event or they haven't heard our previous podcast or they don't follow you tell me a bit about the idea for texas truck jam and how you guys came together to be able to build this event into something that i would say is one of the preeminent you know kind of events to to attend if you're into diesels or you race or you just want to support the community. Uh, well, when we started this, it was right at the end of NHRDA back in, I think that was 2017. Um, and we didn't have anything left in Texas. So we just kind of, we got reached out to by a local track in San Antonio because Corey and I are both in a uh, local truck group called Texas Diesel Outlaws. And, and they asked us to have some trucks come out because we always go and we did. And it just kind of grew from there into what it is now and then now and hrda is coming back <laughs> <laughs> now did you guys um, did you guys meet through you know diesel trucks and being in the same group or how did you guys connect to be able to you know work together and and think of this idea of putting on texas truck jam 
Yeah, I would say we actually met uh, through a local truck club, uh, which that old club doesn't actually exist anymore, but we have a, a current one that we have here in Austin. And uh, it was going pretty strong, probably two or three years, uh, and then it kind of faded off. And then we killed the other one and started up a new one, kind of North Austin. And uh, Josh and I lived pretty close. Uh, and then we had one buddy of ours, Nathan Wheeler, who has who owns Crazy Horse. We were all mutual friends. Uh, and of course, I had a 6'4", Nathan had a 6'4", and then Josh just got a 6'4". So, you know, at that point, we we're all all friends. It's almost like Jeep buddies. So uh, from there, it kind of just avalanched. And like Josh said, we got reached out to by a local racetrack and kind of snowballed from there. When I think about it, if somebody came to me right now and said, Patrick, um, I want you to create an event and it's going to be here in Denver and I want you to think about how to put it all together, I would have no clue where to start. How did you guys think of the sponsors, the venue, the racers, the payouts? The How did you guys think of all that stuff? We, we had a little bit of mentorship from several different people. Um, actually, JJ, um, who used to work on the NHRDA, was a huge influence. I mean, when this first happened, I reached out to him and he was like, dude, you, this is the steps you got to take, you know, go from there. And then uh, a bunch of other influences uh, came in and was like, hey, let's do this. And that very first race was essentially a driver's race. The, the track kind of told us to bring all these people, but they didn't have an actual event for us. So Corey and I looked at each other and was like, um, <laughs> well, <laughs> let's just round everybody up and see what everybody wants to do. And we sat yeah. there underneath the bleachers for probably a good 45 minutes, just talking. Okay. This is what happened. Sorry. I got you here, but where do y'all want to go from here? And everybody's like, well, this would be a fun class to do. And this one would have been, so we got some pen and paper and old fashioned drew chips bought in and, Everything that was bought in was paid out. And that first year we learned, um, okay, we got to do this ourselves. You know, like we got to come up with a game plan. We have to run the show. And it just, we learned our lesson and never looked back from there. What was um, like that first, that first year, what was the turnout like? Cause I want to be able to get an idea in my mind of where it started to where it is today and just be able to appreciate the growth. So like that first year, roughly how many people would you say showed up? What, 40? We had about 40 racers there, yeah. Now to get to get more people there, was it immersing yourself in you know, like Instagram and Facebook and you know, creating pages and just networking or how did you how did you bring awareness to it? That a lot of that. So that first year was literally a majority of only just our little local club guys um, and people that we had raced with either on NHRDA or, or the streets here in Austin, whatever. And then after that, that's when it was, okay, we need to create a Facebook page. And so we created a Facebook page and then we started creating the events and just sharing them as much as we could. Corey's pretty handy with his, his flyers. He makes all of our flyers and stuff. So he's, he's real good at catching your eye when you're scrolling through. Uh, and that helped a lot. Yeah. So. And also too, it, it started from our first year, a lot of our local shops showed up because they all had shop trucks. And uh, they're always working on everybody else's stuff. And they're like, hey, let's load up the shop truck and take to this and see where it goes. And that's pretty much where the majority of our sponsors today uh, came from was that first year. And they've been hooked and loyal ever since. Now, did you guys know some of these shop owners through 
uh, you know, being involved in diesel and stuff like that? Or how did you connect with the local guys? A lot of messaging people on Facebook. <laughs> just phone just, calls. Just reach, yeah, reaching out months and months of just phone time with everybody. Going to local everybody. events. Yep. I think that's a really important thing I'd like to stick with for a little bit because I see a lot of a lot of uh, synergy between that and so many other parts of what we do, whether it's our careers, our jobs, promotion, starting a business, racing, getting sponsors if you're a racer or something like that, is the persistence. Can you guys talk to me a little bit about you know what it's like? You do this event or you're planning this event. And maybe you got to reach out to somebody 10 times, 15 times. Maybe it takes six months. Maybe they don't jump on board the first year. Maybe it's year two. How do you guys stay or how how did you stay kind of focused and patient to be able to stick with this? Because I think that's where a lot of people can get discouraged or or maybe lost a little bit in a lot of different phases is, you know, maybe the first two or three or 10 times that you call somebody, you don't get, you don't get where you want to go and it's going to take 20 or 30 times or you know, whatever it might be, but I think that'd be a really good lesson for people to hear about. Corey and I are both sales guys. I've been in sales my entire life. So for me, I mean, you can ask somebody, like you said, 10 times, but that persistence of knowing, asking 10 times, and you're still coming around and you're still here and you're not going anywhere, they're going to realize you're not playing around and you are who you are. And, and this event's not going to go anywhere. Okay, let's try it out. Let's give them a shot. Um, you know, I'm a hard closer. You can't, you can't stop on a no, you gotta, you gotta sell until you get a yes, you know, and for us, we're given all this, we give a majority of everything we get back to the, to, back to the event, back to the racers. We're not out here trying to make a bunch of money on this event. We're, we're doing this for our community, for our event guys, the guys that spend all this money traveling around. But, uh, Corey, what do you have to say about that? Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to say, uh, the, the one good thing is, um, the first couple of years, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was, it was pretty rough. Uh, <laughs> we didn't have a huge amount of, you know, air quote sponsors at the time. We maybe had maybe one or two. Uh, but when we started doing our outreach and we, we pretty much just told, Hey, you know what, come out one year or just one year. And then if it doesn't change your mind, I'll leave you alone. And ever since then, every single person that we've reached out to over the past four years, we, we talk to them every, pretty much every month. Uh, and on the flip side of that, uh, we talk to a lot of vendors as well, uh, such as, you know, BD or anything like that. And they actually love our event the most because we have local shops. So they can talk to the people who are actually installing their aftermarket parts and they can network themselves. And then, so we actually created a kind of a weird and weird, but fun and cool environment for both sides with vendors and shops so there's so many different directions i want to go right now because i'm thinking um, (laughs) joshua you had mentioned being a closer and a salesman and i think like i'm not at all Uh, well i can't say i'm not but i i think of somebody listening out there and they want to be involved in the community they want to do something they want to start something and they think you know i'm not i'm not a hard closer i may be not you know, an extrovert, I maybe not persistent, I kind of do my own thing, but I have this idea. What are a couple things you guys would tell me? 
hey, these are like three things you should do no matter what you want to accomplish or what you want to build that will really help you? Is it just not taking no for an answer or maybe not taking it personally, um, making a schedule and say, I'm going to call, you know, this person on this day, this person on the next day until I get an answer. What would you, what would you say to somebody who isn't a hard closer of how to become well, a hard closer? <laughs> so actually Rick Fox, I can think uh, a lot um, because he did a conversation on one of the firepunk diesel forums. It was a long time ago, but he had recommended a book to me. Uh, I'll try and hold this up to where you can see it. And uh, I'll send you a link to it, Patrick. Maybe you can put it on there. Uh, but this thing was pretty awesome read to know how to get through to these people and make these sponsors see the value in your event um, that's going to inevitably bring that value back to them. Um, because that that's a key factor. What's good, what separates us from ODSS or NHRDA? Why, why do you want to give me money? versus these guys. And that's where you have to buckle down and, and make these sponsors see the value that you can bring to them and their organization by X, Y, and Z. The other, the other part of this that I think about is you have, um, like Corey was mentioning, you have these local shops, you have vendors, but then ultimately you got to fill the stands to kind of connect all three of them, which was the most challenging for you guys to do. Hmm. It's definitely a balancing act. Yeah, I was gonna say it's pretty much a full circle. I mean, it kind of it kind of feeds itself. I mean, I mean, vendors they're gonna they're gonna want foot traffic, right? Uh, and for foot traffic, you have to have things for people to do and look at, um, such as dyno, no prep, index racing, show and shine. Like those are aspects that people want to see. So. You know, once you have the event, you have the, the entertainment, the people will come, vendors get to see the foot traffic, and then, you know, and then it kind of, you know, full circle, and then they want to come back every year because, you know, the attendance is good, the atmosphere is good, um, it's an all-around good uh, event for everyone, so. And you got to follow what's what's in the pop culture, if you, if you want to call it that nowadays. I mean, right now, this no prep thing is just taken off it's the flood of everything that's all everybody's talking about you get on any of the facebook pages all that stuff so for us that's why we kind of incorporated our friday night deal into truck jam and and now this year we've got limpy coming out to to flag it you know he's the og and kind of the best of the best when it comes to flagging a, a race and that's where we're we're following what people are interested in and trying to give that give them a place to come enjoy their hobby now with um you know starting it out in you know 2018 or, or roughly around then till last year i think you guys had mentioned you know, it was about 40 people that first year what was it like in 2022 hot <laughs> hot it was extremely hot um 22 2022 was a, a great year for us you know it was really what the second year we kicked off the top end race. So it was starting to gain a lot of traction. We got a lot of big names coming out. Ryan Mitchell had left LS Fest at Texas Motor Speedway about, I don't know, an hour and a half away where he had one big tire and then came to our event and won both small tire and big tire. And then we had a bunch of the, the gas car guys out there and they just said, you know what, this was a lot of fun because it wasn't so serious. It was a bunch of laid back guys, not, you know, <laughs> trying to make it a job and that's where i think you get 
you kind of lose your rhythm in racing is when you start looking at it as a job versus a fun hobby. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's really important because if we think back a long time ago or whenever we all got into trucks, that's what this all was is it was a hobby. It's probably a daily driver. You know, there was a tuner out there and you broke something and got a, you know, better, bigger turbo. And then you broke something else. You got a transmission and it was something that, could fit your daily lifestyle, but then you could take to the track and have fun with. And that's really, I think that's kind of the grassroots. That's, that's what holds everything else up is, is uh, just being able to take out a daily driver or, or something like that, have fun, but not feel like either you can't compete or you don't have, you know, the budget to build a six figure race truck or, you know, something like that. And that's one of the things I hear and see throughout the year when people talk about Texas Truck Jam is there's so many listeners or Instagram posts that I see uh, from people where it might be a truck that just has a tune on it, or it might be one of those crazy race truck builds that, you know, you guys have told me about, or, or I see a, you know, shop loading up their truck to head out there. And I think that's really cool how you guys have been able to bring that, you know, sort of all together and something that I think is really important and it's, it's kind of near and dear to my heart is, you know, I, I understand you guys have worked really hard for this and I'm sure there's a lot of nights you guys probably thought, is this worth it? How are we going to get from point A to point B or you guys have jobs and families and other things and you're investing all this time in it. And it's the vendors, the sponsors, I think that believe in you guys. So I wanted to spend some time and just have you guys tell us the companies and maybe their relationships or funny stories of connecting with these big brands, because I think it's incredibly important for a huge company, multi-million dollar company halfway across the country or continent to say, I'm going to invest in this event in Texas because I believe in what these guys are doing. I believe in you know, the racers that are there, the climate that it's creating. And I think that kind of get lost a little bit is how important, you know, that is to what you guys are doing and also to the community as well. So, um, you know, tell me some funny stories. Tell me some things that, uh, that, uh, you know, you guys have worked on with vendors and, and sponsors. Yeah. I was going to mention on, on that topic. Uh, so our, our big sponsor actually all started from BD diesel. They were, uh, actually referred to us by one of our local shops. Uh, they're like, Hey, you know, I, I, I got an in for, you know, for you have a conversation with BD uh and it was on their marketing side and when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply I was, I was actually at work and my buddy messaged me and I had to, I was, I was in the middle of something. And I was like, Oh shoot. I was like, I got to take this. I was like, this could, this, this could be it. And, uh, sure enough, I, I, I ran downstairs. I went outside, I took the call and, uh, it was actually uh, Georgina with, uh, with BD and, and she was asking me, you know, about spectators and what classes and when it's going to be, and what are the sponsorship packages that you have. And at that point we were like, what is the, you know, we, we, we could just do whatever for however much, because we never had a sponsor that big at that time. 
so we didn't really know what sponsorship packages were. Uh, and so they, they signed on right then and there, and they've been with us since year two. And then from there, we, we kind of snowballed and got other, other sponsors as well. Hot Shot Secrets is one of our sponsors. Uh, Kyle over there, he's been a really big supporter. He's been out a couple of times uh, already. Um, and then we have uh, Velair Clutches now as a sponsor. Uh, like we mentioned, a bunch of, a bunch of local shops to us. Um, and we're still working with other sponsors. I mean, we've really only kicked this into hyperspeed since January. We usually have a year to do this, but since we moved our event up so far in the year, we've only we only have four months. So uh, it's it's been a real real roller coaster as far as you know, like you said, getting those sponsors and kind of keeping your head in the game. And uh, our our biggest sponsor this year is Nitro's Outlet. Uh, actually, Diesel or Nitro it was Nitro Dave, and he actually was one of the first people we talked to at PRI uh, two years ago, and we went to the booth. And uh, we kind of pitched this idea and uh, they were actually our, our one of our big sponsors last year as well. Um, but they actually jumped on this board this year as well for uh, our title sponsor. So he actually has four different other companies. And what's, what's good about this, the, yes, they are a sponsor, they are a vendor, but from where the track is located and where they're located, it's only an hour, hour and 20 minutes. So they're like, we don't have to load up an 18 wheeler and drive 20 hours just to get to a race that's going to be one day and drive all the way back so it's 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 really a good a good relationship between us uh and also too i mean josh has good experiences with uh nitro salad as well um i believe he's one of your sponsors is that right josh uh yeah uh they actually just sponsored team crazy horses kind of make over build this winter so um we we're getting ready to that'll be announced uh before this episode will be aired so that's kind of good we can talk about that but <laughs> uh yeah so they're they're completely revamping our whole nitro system on crazy horse and that's going to be really awesome and they took care of me on my personal 6-4 truck that's down at truck source right now getting a 4r and all sorts of other goodies as well so I think the networking side, that, that's one of the uh, the lessons that, that I hear from both of you guys is how important that's been. And I know, I mean, you guys have been helpful to me and said, hey, do you want to have this company on to talk about this? Or this guy's got a really cool truck. Um, I think he'd be great for the podcast. And it's really interesting because I'll look at our stats, well, a lot, probably too much, but our most popular state is Texas. And I could see these different cities and these different things. And um, on our Discord, um, I had mentioned something about Texas Truck Jam. This guy goes, I've never heard of it. I'm definitely going to go. They're like 30 minutes from me where this event is. And it's just so cool how this passion about trucks, which you guys had in a, as an idea, um, you know, talking with people on a podcast like I do, can connect us all from you know, 700 miles away, a thousand miles away, even farther to companies. And I know there's people from the East coast that load up their trailer and head down and, um, you know, check out the event or, or race there. So I think that's a really cool thing that you guys have built and kind of seeing it all come together. Networking is one of the most important things you can do in, in any aspect. I mean, I'm fortunate enough to travel all over, um, with my best friend, helping him race his crazy truck and, so for me, that's easy because I'm in front of all these people all the time, whether it's at a track in Indiana or a street in freaking Oklahoma or Dallas or wherever it may be. Um, getting out there and showing face is very important to grow in a brand. 
So tell me about 2023. Uh, I'm interested. I know it's coming up. I was really looking forward to kind of getting through the holidays and then race season starts and, and you guys, you know, it changed when it is. So tell me when the event is, where it's going to be at, some of the details of, you know, racers or, you know, different classes and then events you guys are going to have on. Uh, I'm actually pulling up our event page right now, which you can find on Facebook, on our Facebook page. It's uh, Nitro Dave's Diesel vs. the World. So we started, obviously, as a diesel-oriented race back in whenever it was, 2017, 2018. Now we're calling it Diesel vs. the World. You know, we don't care who you are. We want you to come race. We want to try and prove that the diesels are going to come out on top, and we're going to put a bunch of gassers on the trailer, and it's going to be us taking those trophies and, and pay money home. Uh, the event this year is April 14th and 15th back at Texas Motorplex. Um, it's our home. We love that facility. Eric and TJ and DeMarcus, the, the team over there is by far some of the best in the country. Um, their track prep is always on point. Um, you can see all of our event details under the event description where I'm going to be updating that here over the weekend as well with the list of our sponsors, which we'll read off here in just a minute. Um, Friday night, we've got just our top end race. So in the past years, we've always done a 7-0, 8-0, and a kind of like a test and tune on the track Friday night just to kind of prepare for Saturday. Uh, with us doing the top end event, it's kind of, if there's carnage or breakage or whatever, downtime, it's just really pushed too much into that no prep top end race, and that's just kind of taken off. Uh, so we'll have our small tire uh, class, uh, we'll have our run what you brung and we'll have our true street class. Um, and then Saturday we go into our normal event kind of mimicking the ODSS side of things, which will have the ET sportsman bracket, uh, for all your, you know, daily drivers intake, delete tune guys. I guess we can't say that word anymore. Um, we'll have our 770 index class, our 670 index class, our 590 index class. And, because we're doing the diesel versus the world, we had to kind of ditch the pro street because of the weight requirements on that with the ODSS and NHRDA guys. Uh, those have, a I believe, a 4,400 pound weight minimum, and these gas cars just aren't going to have that. So we're just going to kind of do a big, fast outlaw run what you brought. Who's, who's the baddest man on the property class? That's going to be cool. No dragsters though. I actually Wade Mittner was texting me yesterday, yesterday asking about that one uh, from Triple Max. And uh, no dragsters, no dragsters. <laughs> yeah, now, is it just going to be racing, or do you guys have like dinos and and other things going? Yeah, we'll we'll have uh, our dino competition. Um, it'll be your normal, normal stuff. You know, small single, big single, small compounds, big compounds, stock, uh, and then also too, we'll have our show and shine uh, Saturday all day uh so a little bit a little bit of uh everything for anybody very cool and well, who are some who are some racers or or some trucks you guys are looking forward to having i think of gosh i mean there's tsd there's unrivaled diesel and that green truck that makes a ton of power there's so many <laughs> there's so many really cool trucks that um yeah i can imagine are going to be there but um you know who should i look out for what should i pay attention to uh, Chris with Unrivaled will definitely be on property. He's one of our platinum sponsors this year. Um, I'll have my blue truck out there. Where I'll be running 670 in it this year. 
Uh, and then I'll be running the True Street class, hopefully, or the run one, two, wrong Friday night. But uh, Monarch Diesel, those guys out, Stephen Pacha, he's got a really awesome second-gen gray two-wheel drive uh, that he just dropped off for some fab work. So he's hoping to have that thing back in time. Uh, Revival will be there, Redemption. You know, he's got another really nice two-wheel drive second-gen. There's going to there's gonna be a lot of fast guys out there. Um, Nathan. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the, the whole truck source diesel crew, hopefully, uh, you know, majority of all of our D, uh, Houston guys will be there. Dustin Sterling, he's got a really fast Duramax. Dan Zelton, uh, he drives all the way down from Wisconsin. Uh, he's a big time driver uh, <laughs> to race his four-door Duramax. And that thing's going to be coming out swinging this year. He's really going to be one to watch for with uh, some of the stuff he's done over the winter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've... I've, uh, I've chatted with Dan before and Chris and a lot of these guys, and I think to get them all in one spot at the venue you guys have created, it's going to be really awesome. Uh, like if, I mean, ideally, you know, we could all go and, and, and check it out, but if we can't, like, do you guys have a live feed that's going on, um, like on Facebook or Instagram or, or different places where if somebody can't make it down there, they could still watch and be able to see what's going on on the track or dyno. I'm not an overly huge fan of the whole live streaming thing. Um, I'd rather have you there in the seats watching, uh, but we will have a bunch of media on property this year. Uh, our good buddy Cole from Drag Coverage Magazine's coming out. Uh, I'm going to do a full spread on the event. We'll have No Limits Racing Media. They're out of DFW. Vengeance Media will be on property. Um, Texas Streets and a Yep. Anthony Barajas, he's a, a big time YouTube video guy. He'll be on property. I'm trying to reach out to this drone guy. He had some really cool footage from last year um, to throw into the mix. So there will definitely be a bunch of recap videos coming out. That's cool. Yeah, those are, I think having media and just coverage there is also really cool to be able to, you know, you might hear something or somebody hit this dyno number or this time and just having like quality footage and <laughs> things going on is just, it's so important, I think, in the time that we're in is um, just to be able to see that. And I think it, it, it lives out there, you know, for such a long time on YouTube and, and other platforms where maybe somebody sees it and they mark down 2024, hey, I got to go to this. I saw this really cool video. So I think that'll do really well for you guys. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely looking forward to this year. And to touch on what you said earlier, you know, to look back where we started until where we're at now, you know, Year one, it was, you know, 30 to 40 guys just chilling out uh, at a racetrack and they're just throwing in 20 bucks or 50 bucks. Uh, and now we're, you know, average, averaging between 16 to 18,000 in payouts and we're doing no prep and we have 30 plus vendors and we're at an NHRA track for, for two days. Uh, so we're, we're really blessed and we, we always have fun every year doing this. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't plan it any other way. So. I think that's a really, a really big part of this. Cause I, I understand that on a personal level, you know, I think back to how I started and it was basic and I had no idea what I was doing and there was no blueprint. <laughs> nobody, nobody told me how to do it. And it was just like with a tablet and a headset and this like third party app from the app store. I'm like, I'm just going to talk to LeVon Miller. I'm just going to talk to Ryan Milliken or I don't know how this is going to go. And so your guys' story from the beginning to where it is now, I just, I see a lot of commonality in it. It's just so cool. And that's, what, that's why I wanted to be able to chat with you guys today about this is um, I wanted to use our platform, our audience, um, to bring awareness to it because it's it's something 
I think really you guys have the right focus for it and, you know, focus on the audience and, and supporting the community out there. And I think that's incredibly important in, in diesel, especially right now. Um, so I commend you guys for the hard work that you've done and, and how big you've grown it. <clears throat> and like I said, I chat with lots of companies all the time and they talk about Texas truck jam or, um, you know, somebody will say, Oh, I was a Texas truck jam. Saw this truck. Can you get this shop on? Or can you get this racer on? So you guys definitely make an impact, not just in the state of Texas, but I mean, all over North America. We appreciate those kind words, sir. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, go ahead, Corey. No, I'll say, yeah, no, we, we appreciate it. We'll have to, we'll have to get you down one of these years. <laughs> I was going to try to swing it this year. Um, Joshua has been working me hard on the, the hard closer side of it for <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> uh, tell me how, how can I, I'm going to buy tickets. Where do I find you on Facebook? Where do I find you guys on Instagram to be able to check out, um, yeah, what you guys are doing, be able to connect, get there, follow, see what you guys are working on. We will probably have the ticket link available maybe mid in this month, and that'll be on Texas Motorplex's website directly. Uh, we'll, you'll ha we'll have the ticket link on our event page on Facebook, so you're more than welcome to go there, see the latest updates, see all the sponsor list that's going to be there. Um, and then <clears throat> what was the other question? Sorry, I just drew a blank. Oh, like ins <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, how, how people can find you and, and uh, follow up, see what you guys are doing. Oh yeah, easy. Texas Truck Jam on both Instagram and Facebook. Nice. Nice. Right, so you're gonna be taking your truck out there to race, Joshua. What about you, Corey? I'm I'm more <laughs> of a the I'm more of the conservative. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I like I said, I I have a six four as well. Um, it's basic. I mean, it's just a single sixty six swapped stock injectors, stock lift pump, stock studs, stock trans, stock converter. Um, it looks decent, and it it'll haul a a camper um but it's 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 more of a i guess more air quote show showy um versus drag but i we this is the the yin and the yang here so we uh, got to keep a good balance <laughs> <laughs> i tried to do what joshua did a long time ago and then i kind of settled in more like how you are Corey, where i just, <laughs> just want to yeah. start every day start in the cold drive it around you know keep it clean but um, right yeah like i said guys it's been really cool following you for the last three four years and seeing how you've grown this. And I appreciate your time today sharing some of these insights and I think a lot of the things you guys talked about, like I said, it applies not just to an event. So if somebody wants to start one in, you know, another state, but you know, really about starting any endeavor with, with a career or maybe deciding, Hey, I'm going to build this race truck. I've always wanted to race um, ways they can do it and just stay focused on that goal. So as always, it's a, it's a pleasure. I'm going to do my best to uh, get down there and uh, I'm sure Joshua will be, hard selling me for the next eight weeks or so roughly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah this was great chat with you guys today yes sir Thanks, i'm gonna man. give a quick shout out to uh everybody that signed on with us for sponsor wise up until this point if you don't mind uh gotta thank the guys over at nitrous outlet nitro daves super awesome they're in waco texas call them um ask them what Tell them your build, they'll they'll get you a nitrous system. Uh, DDP Motorsports out of Taylor, Clayton's super awesome guy. Wamsley Performance down in Quero. We were just at his dyno day earlier this month and and helped them with some payout money for that. Uh, Hot Shot Secret, um, I run it on all my stuff, true believer. Abilene Diesel Performance, those guys are actually the ones that bring their dyno out that we set up just next to the track by the grandstands. 
super great guys. Uh, Revival Diesel out in West Texas. Corey mentioned Valair Clutches. Uh, Crazy Horse Carpentry, if you're ever looking to build an exotic home in Central Texas, call Nathan Wheeler. Um, <laughs> the Stroke Shop, if you're in Odessa, need uh, your power stroke worked on. Unrivaled Diesel with Chris Patterson. Summit Diesel out in Weatherford. Monarch Diesel. Rust Busters is a new company. They have some really cool rust busting formula thing that they're bringing out and going to demo. So you'll have to stop by their booth and check that out. Uh, Tanner out at Redemption, who's uh, uh, he's a champion bullfighter, if I'm not mistaken. And then we've got our local Cret heating and AC guys down here in Central Texas that help take care of us and keep us warm through all these uh, ice storms we get. <laughs> so if, if any of y'all have sponsorship questions, feel free to reach out to the page, reach out to Corey Sorrells or myself, Joshua Cole, holler at us. We've got a sponsor flyer we can post up for you to uh, share and we'd love to have you guys out and on board. Well, like I said, as always, guys, it's a it's a pleasure, and I'm definitely gonna be keeping my eye on this event. And anyone listening, I encourage them to to go. I mean, I I hear about it all the time, and and I think what you guys are putting on is is really cool. So again, guys, thank you for your time today, and uh, keep up the awesome work. Thank you, Thanks, sir. Pat. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Don't forget, Diesel fans, make sure and head on over to Kershaw.kaiusa.com. Use code 20Diesel for 20% off site-wide. It's a great way to save some money, be able to uh, get some really cool gear, whether it's for hunting, fishing, EDC, um, or something to throw in a toolbox or you know just have around the house. Definitely make sure and take advantage of it if you're in the market. Also want to give a shout-out to some of our Patreon supporters, John, Caleb, Tyler, Lowen, and 23Diesel. We appreciate all of our Patreons, all of you who subscribe on podcast apps, YouTube, um, if you're on our discord sharing your truck build asking questions we appreciate your guys' support through all these years and the feedback that you give us on episodes and you know guests and topics that you want covered and love to we love to be able to deliver what you guys want to hear until next time keep the shiny side up